Hey, sand dudes. It is the uh, friendly neighborhood editor, Morgan, here again. Just another little PSA. Seems like it was only two weeks ago it was that we had our first, or maybe, I don't know, PSA. Same thing happened again, unfortunately. There was some unknown interference captured throughout this episode. I've removed, I've tried to remove it. I've removed it as best I can. There is still stuff there. It doesn't ruin the episode overall. It's still, I, I can still listen to it fine, and I have to listen to it many, many times. So that's good. We apologize for this. We do. We, it's, it's, it's hard to tell. It, we, we don't really find out until after. It's just like, oh, how did that happen? We do tests beforehand, but sometimes it just transitions halfway through. I've completely reworked the studio, and I found something that I think was causing interference, and then I've just gone over and re- fixed a bunch of stuff, bought some new stuff, so it should be all good. We've recorded two episodes with it already, and it's working fine again. So hopefully this will never happen again. Do a, We do deeply apologize, but we... Uh, Appreciate you guys for sticking through, and please do stick through this episode, because it is a doozy. So, uh, yep, uh, ignore the uh, background fuzziness that I've tried to remove, and uh, enjoy uh, this episode of The Adam Sandbox. Thanks, guys. and Jill is the movie this week to fetch a pail of water. I'm not putting more effort into this than they did with the movie. Lowest common denominator. Fair enough. Hello and welcome to the Adam Sandbox, the only podcast on the internet that is this podcast. This week we watched our big brave boy Adam take on the acting challenge of a lifetime by not only playing ostensibly himself, but also his own twin sister, or anti-self, if you will. We saw Jack and Jill. I'm your terrible, terrible sister, Chris. I'm El Pacino. What happened to my career? I'm also Luke. Hi, I'm, I'm Felipe. The token ethnic addition to this podcast. Are you also Felipe's grandma? No. I have Luke, <laughs> you fucking stood on it. I was still going. Well, don't pause for so long. Gotta keep that comedy flowing. I'm gonna start again. Jalapenos. I'm not even gonna do <laughs> it anymore. They? It's not worth it. I wanna hear it. Alright. I'm Felipe, the token ethnic addition to the podcast. I'm fed racist remarks that would otherwise be absolutely insensitive. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. That's not how racism works. <laughs> and he's Oliver. I'm really, I'm Oliver, I'm really coming at it with the prepared material this week. <laughs> I'm getting a very lukewarm response. Nah, dude, I'm into it. Oh, no, dude, I'm just, I'm very low-key, to, I've had a very <laughs> literally, big Literally, literally yeah, a lukewarm Luke, I said a lukewarm response. response. Checks out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty low-key, to, I have not prepared anything I'm, at all. My name is Otto, and I'm a homeless man that lives in the backyard that is also a forest. Is this got a lot of questions about where that yeah. woods is? <laughs> no, but, but, hey, uh, we can get to that. So wait, is this... I'm also Morgan. Does, wait, does that mean that we're leading right into... That's right, it's the Covert Allen Report, because he's Otto, the homeless person. He also wrote this fucking movie. Yeah, but Wait, for, did he? He, doesn't have no, he does not have a good track record. But for, reasons, on. for reasons that are very... Un- one more credit. Why? I just, yep, Alan Covert. I am, I, am, I am just, like... Okay, get, like, get into a little bit here, but, like, he appears towards the start of the movie with two people with... Who, who were those? Were they... I assume the parents. Were they Katie Holmes' parents? I assume Katie Holmes' parents. Guys, do you think... Oh, yeah, Adam the... Sandler's married to Katie Holmes in this movie, because that's realistic. Oh, yeah, Adam Sandler plays his... He parent traps it in this movie. Oh yeah, well he plays. Yeah, so he, he also plays. This is what. This is what I feel like if you're listening to this episode and you don't know that this is a movie where Adam Sandler plays a guy and his twin sister, yep. you are in for a fucking bad time right now. Like, wow. 
We at least walked into this movie knowing that's what it was. You guys are about to have a rough time of it. Yeah, Christy didn't know that going in, and her immediate response as soon as Jill came on screen was, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Did she know that that was a thing that Adam had ever done? No, nah, this just caught her completely by surprise. I'm surprised she still watches the movies with you, to be honest. She's more just there. Just, Morgan, I did have a question, though. Like, talking about this movie and the track record, you were saying... You were no, Chris. You said it. You hey. were like, you were like, uh, Alan Kerber. Oh, he's not a good, good track record. Implying that anybody in any of these movies has anything that is a good track record. Al Pacino. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I was mainly talking Dunkin about Donuts. yeah, no, he... Dunkin Chino. <laughs> Al Pacino is like, at least he gave this a pretty good go. Yeah, like, he, well, he's a... but he's yeah. not, he's not really phoning it in. I mean, no, what... he's definitely not, and that's kind of a problem in this yeah. movie. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> he my... did, he did phone in his performance when he was on stage doing that play. No, but he's Al, Al Pacino. <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah. Al Pacino. Look, you didn't give the audience the chance to get that joke. What? Because he was on the phone. Oh, yeah, I remember that. that so you phoned it in. Al Pacino in this movie is like, like classic Al Pacino, like real high energy all the time. Yeah. But it's just way too much every single time. And he's... he gets real rapey. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, like, I, I was like, I. One of the first notes I wrote about him was just, I don't know why he did this movie, and then later on it was just, I don't want Al Pacino to get what he wants. <laughs> it's a very decisive... Yeah, I'm uh, okay with Al Pacino having a, having a, a being in this movie and it being shit, because, you know what? He made a choice here, and it's... But I mean, like... He, I don't care for he's it. He's playing himself. He is an <laughs> unpleasant person in this oh, movie. Oh, he's terrible. If this is the real... Per- like, he's played some, characters, some right, great no, characters, right. likable or not, but if this is the real I'm person gonna... he's wanting to put out there... I don't know how I feel about that. This is that. not the real person. The, he, yeah. is, he is playing himself in character as whatever character he is at that time. Oh, yeah, because he is a method actor, of the course. The entire movie, he is method acting that character. But who is he? He's been spending his whole life method acting that character. <laughs> like, 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 they mention at one point, I'm like, oh, yeah, they had dinner in a castle. He's been... He's been playing this one character the whole from that play that Richard the Third. Yeah, yeah. I, he's been playing. He's, he's methoding Richard the Third, and that's why I, he's a fucking lunatic in this movie. You know, now that's a, a deep dive. No, there's a pretty solid argument for that. Yeah, yeah I only just made that connection. I think you are correct, but that hey, you know, it would have been good if they had made more reference to Any that reference and that, to that being like. I, I like it. Watch I like it now. I like. The, I don't. I like I the it was theory. Just a fucking crazy version of Al Pacino. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean. Richard the Third is a pretty crazy version of Al Pacino. If you want to, like, Richard know. the Third is a crazy okay. version of so a king. So, suggest this is a true thing that this movie's trying to do. I don't know anything about Richard the Third. What is there that suggests that that is what they were trying to do? Um, what is there about him? He was in a castle, and he's uh, <laughs> and he's fucking crazy. And, and he's a king. There was at least two of them before him. Uh, there was. Uh, he had a baker. Kings have he, bakers. He's very, he's very Look, I don't, he, he comes in at the end with a spear and... I don't shoots. know that we can really justify this theory. I just... I really want to believe it because if this I is... Like it. I like it. It's a caricature, of course. Mm. But even so, very unlikable. And, like, if there's a way to explain why I'll put... Because what it all boils back to, like, boils down to, is not the fact that it's like, yeah, well, he's not playing him. He's playing a character of himself. Which I like people playing... Yes. I loved Eminem in Funny People. Yes. I like right. people playing but, crazy But at the, sa- at the same time, no, it's that's like... A, that's a good point that Morgan brought up, because in the last scene, he's coming in very yes, clearly yes, playing Man say, They did say that he method acts. But, no, my question is, though, if he is playing a caricature, like, he's playing a shitty version of himself, which is like, that'd be great. But in this movie, it's just like... What, what are you, what I'm gonna, are you doing, I'm going to throw you guys a curveball here. Oh, curve me up. So you guys are not a fan of Al Pacino in this movie. Does he rate higher than Nick Swardson? 
No, Nick Swartzman had a perfect. Uh, yeah, he's a shit on. Perfect role, role, right? We, we've we've laid this out in a number of movies. His perfect role is he's very minimal. He's just kind of there. And everyone else and, hates and him. And nobody in the film and likes he, him. And he fucked off halfway through. It was perfect. Yeah, it yeah, was pretty good. I, I hate his face when I see it, but I didn't have to see it that much, so I was on board. But in this, he's like in this. I liked it. The thing I liked even more about this version of that character is that he actually is pretty offensive. There literally isn't any reason for uh, anybody <laughs> to have a problem with him, but they still do because he's Nick Swartzman. No, no. At the same time, it's like. <laughs> He really is ch- struggles to grasp the fact that it's like, it's okay. Like, okay, you and me. It's okay for me to say stuff about you that some random person couldn't say. Yeah. Like, uh, and he really struggles to understand that and then gets fired like halfway through the movie and Luke, doesn't appear again. Luke, are you saying like um, if a person, say, uh, intimated that someone else's friend was fat in front of them... This is the thing that our father did this weekend. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, intimated uh. their friend was fat and expected that that was a normal thing that he could have done. And, and this person just did not know how to take that, and we had to apologise profusely on on behalf. Yeah. of they're just like, like well, that. Okay. Yeah, that and maybe that probably like wouldn't. A horrible be. situation. That's yeah. a large. Well, look, we didn't like. It's a very long story. It's not worth telling, no. but that's. It's a perfect example of what you. But were we describing. have just come off. We have just come off a weekend away with our father. Well, weekend away, by which I mean staying in the a real palm in retreat. the city, not that far. But we're just seeing a lot of comedy festival shows and just trying to convince dad to be less of a maniac every time we were hanging yes. out with him. Yes. He desperately wants to heckle. holy shit, he's a real maniac. Several times he tried to call out during the uh, a, a podcast we saw together yesterday, and every time we're like, Dad, no. I, oh, I actually do oh, want to God. tell Morgan and Chris's story, so I may as well do it here on the podcast. This is the craziest thing he did all weekend. Right. Oh, this is... I'm curious where you're going with this. We were in line to go to a comedy show. Oh, fuck, yep. And when we came down... Chris was there. Chris, you oh, were there. I, was I don't there. have to tell the story, Chris. Hey, Morgan. I want to hear this. Morgan, so, you won't believe this. We, or the three of us. You will. You will, though, because you've met our father. For a comedy show. Um, and some people cut in line. Um, it was just because the line was coming. The line was they very long. didn't even long. cut in line. It's just like the, there was a line. It extended past where the line feasibly would be. Well, it was a and line. people made a decision to take it one way. And some other people t- made the decision to take it another way. And I think way. it was it's also a lines. line that went up. It winded around a bunch of stairs. It's a confusing situation. Yeah, so it's never going to work out people well. People didn't realise because once people started getting led into this event, there were other people showing up at that time who didn't realise there was a line. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so uh, some people effectively in Dad's mind were cutting in. I was coming in and Dad... No, okay, hang on. Stop for a second. What would you Morgan, do? Morgan, someone's cutting into line... Into, like and it's a few people, and you know you're all going to get in anyway. Do you and not not what do you do in an ideal no, world no, no, where no, no. you're a braggadocious person? I'm going to give you some options. Real I'm going to give you three options here, Morgan. Yes. Option the first: you say nothing, you let them go in, you go in, everyone takes their seat, everyone gets what they were there for. It's fine. Option number two: we you, sat down. You these, say these people were maybe two lines in front of us. I think. Option number two: down. you say, excuse me. There's a line, like, it's, you know, you're kind of cutting it's a bit rude. And maybe they follow that. Option number three. You, at the top of your lungs, declare them to be interlopers and tell them, Get to the back of the line, interlopers! Now, which one of those would um, you do, Morgan? Question, am I playing a character? Or no, as me? you. You're Al Pacino from this movie. <laughs> no, I mean, more or less, yes. But, but as you, Morgan, what would you do? First option. Maybe even the second? Yeah. You know which one, you, which one would you definitely yeah, wait, not do? Did, did I buy tickets to the show? Yes. Then first option, I don't give a but, shit. Yeah, but, but which one would you definitely not do the, out of those the three? The third option. Which one do you think that... Chosen that option. You've chosen the interlope option. What do you do when these people give you nothing? When you drop... keep talking. Yeah, I was going to say, do you drop it or do you keep declaring them interlopers and then when your son, t- your son goes, Dad, seriously, shut the fuck up... 
What are you doing? Dad, it doesn't matter. See, guys, I didn't, I didn't get an applause from everyone else on the stairs. I don't think they heard me. I said, interlopers, get back! No, we did have a good weekend. There were we just did. some moments that <laughs> were a bit... a classic <laughs> thing. I, I forget how, how much we've gone into our father on this podcast, but that's a classic example. Oh, no. I f- this weekend, in one sentence, this is it. John Palmer takes a toaster to a hotel. No, look, Wait, you're what? incorrect. The correct answer is uh, big smiley face emoji, palm tree emoji, cool face emoji. No, so, I think it's much more crazy that he took an esky oh, no, full well, of no, goods no, to no, a no. hotel. He took, he unloaded an esky in a box. There was, like, genuinely enough food for a week, food yeah. and drink for a week that he unloaded in the hotel. He had a full esky, he had a box of food, including a novelty Simpsons toaster, which had never been used, uh, smelled like burnt plastic, and we were like, Dad, stop. This room has, like, smoke detectors and uh, sprinklers. Yeah. Stop. Stop now. And he's and like, no, it's just the fruit, Dad. It's, it's you what need the to fruit stop. smells like, and it's like, if that is the fruit, I don't want these. Also, if that is the fruit, it still smells like burning and you need to stop. We left for a whole day and came back and it still smelled like burnt plastic in that room. (laughs) It was horrible. He brought three different knives. No, four. Four. We need to stop talking about this. There's no, no, there's we, no limit to this. We, we, could we, spend, need to... we could spend legitimately an hour just we talking about it. We should put a lid stuff. on this. We've got an important film to talk hey, about. Hey, so speaking of crazy, Jack and Jill, uh, speaking of parents, our mother is a twin, Oliver. Uh, there's a lot of, obviously, towards the start and the end, there was a bit of stuff about, oh, twins doing stuff now. Obviously, they were all identical twins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> our mother and her brother, our uncle, not identical, nor even remotely similar, I would say. No. Um, also, Jack and Jill, not identical. They're the same person. I mean, they are, they, but they're not supposed to be. No, nah, their dicks ain't. Their dicks ain't the same. I would, I would <laughs> bet that they are. But, <laughs> um, but, no, that man, while, she, while she's being carried around, that man looks up her dress and declares that it's not a dude. Okay, so... You can't make a joke out of that. That's... No, that is the laziest fucking joke. It's like, hey, let's have a man play a woman and then make jokes about the fact that they look like a man. Of course they fucking do. It's Adam Sandler. It's a man. It's a man in in not very convincing drag. Yes, and then like then and I I what? wasn't expecting it, but I cannot I like this movie. I didn't have high expectations for it, but I cannot believe there is a segment of this film where Adam Sandler parodies a version of himself that is himself dressing as a man. Like, he is pretending to be what is already him dressed as a woman. It's like, what? <laughs> this is like, this is the worst nasty babushka doll I've ever do seen. You wanna know, I, do you want to know what I fucking can't believe? Bruce Jenner, as she then was, is in this movie. That's, like, think about the yeah. levels also, there. Also, why? No, think about the levels there, because Caitlyn Jenner... Presumably, like, is clearly is transgender and would have yeah. been at this time because yeah. it's an ongoing thing. It's just you know it's only recently that that's become would have, would that, have that she's been comfortable enough with herself to say that. On yes, some level. And she and decided. Read, I'm, I'm going to be in this movie, no. which and there's you know it's not about transgender people at all. But there's some stuff in here that makes you go, "What is this representation well, of I mean, women?" This film, this film is like in this, and, it, and <laughs> you can't help but draw it too. Like it is. It's a man pretending to be a woman, and like obviously that's not the same thing. But there's some fucked stuff in there where it's like, no, thank you. It's, Just no. Well, actually, you know what? I expand that. Why was any woman in this movie? Why did any woman I mean, agree to do this movie? It, it, well, there was another per- there was another female character that just wasn't played by a woman in this movie. Yeah. Yes, uh, I think there may have been. You, well, actually, was, there was three. Are you referencing David Spade again dressing as a woman? Yeah. Also, no. Also, and I said this. It was rough. Yeah. I, no, uh, that guy, the the Mexican dudes. Uh, 
Nonna or whatever. Grandma? Nana, yeah, Grandma was also played by that guy. Oh, the, guy, the Mexican guy. What is she? I mean, I... It doesn't surprise me that that's a man. I didn't realise that at the time because I tried to not look too closely at that because it... I. I didn't like looking at it. <laughs> I just, I don't understand what the purpose of that character was at all. Oh, that's, okay. So just that whole, that whole chunk, right? Where she's at, yeah, uh, um, at that, that Philip's, barbecue. Yeah, Philip's grandma. Like what, what was it? Why? But that, that whole, that whole scene with Philip. Jalapenos, jalapenos, jalapenos. Yeah, she gets, uh, that, but that whole scene. She gets scene, hit in the face I, multiple was, times. This, watching this movie, right? So I'd come back from the weekend. I had to go to work today. I watched part of this movie this morning and I had to watch some while I was at work. And that was the part that I watched at work, oh. which is, I think, Absolutely the worst part of the film. I'm sitting there, I'm trying to relax at work, and I watched maybe 15 minutes before I was like, I can't do this. I was eating lunch, listening through headphones, and there's that bit where her stomach is gurgling when she's about to have wet, hot diarrhea. Oh, yes, I was eating an apple at that time. I was eating lunch. I was eating lunch, and I could hear it in my headphones, and it made me feel really sick. And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, I was eating an apple while she was shitting, and I was just (laughs) like, what the fuck? fuck is going on right now while while she was dropping chimichanga to be fair though to be fair though my expectations didn't lower at that point because it was my first note as soon as jill appeared on screen was i immediately hate this oh one of my first notes yeah she's awful she's like and that's the thing it's like it's such a fucking straw man because the whole point of this movie like up towards the end is is adam sandler being playing a character that's really just sick of Adam Sandler. Like, this is, is this peak self-loathing Sandler? I think it might be. But, you know, but I didn't think the problem that, that I had with he's sick of her and then the crux of the film relies on you feeling sympathetic for her character. And I then, don't. But it's like, but no, but it's Adam Sandler playing himself and then also just playing the most insane, unrelatable, ridiculous cartoon of a woman. Oh. And at the end, you're like, are you trying to make me care about that woman? Because she's not like, not only is she like literally not real in this like film, there's just, there is nothing you could no, have and, done and, to make me care about this person. It is and, the most insane And that's the thing, that's the thing. Like, she has legitimate grievances in the sense that this this is a movie about like, Jack is... Seriously, prostituting out his sister. Like, he only yeah. gives a shit about her when she's useful to him, and then all of a sudden has a change of heart at the end, which felt, you know, very yeah. ham-fisted. Also, he but prostitutes also, himself as his sister. Yes, but, but like, even so, so you, you are meant to be like, well, I feel sorry for her, like, because he's a dickhead, and he is. Mm. But the problem is they've made her so ridiculously unlikable she's that it's not a, just not enough. She's just not. A, she's not a real person on any level. Like she's not. She doesn't have any kind of ridi- realistic personality on any level. That's like you. You literally can't garner sympathy. Yeah, for. like she sweats like crazy when she sleeps. Who the fuck does that? Who does that? That's so weird. Also, don't let your parrot like drink out of a chocolate fountain. A, just a, <laughs> oh my god, I've been wondering that where that gift. pictures from. I thought that gift. I, okay, that gift I think is slowed down normally. Yeah. I'm really disappointed to learn that I'm it wasn't so real, disappointed. though, because I thought that it was a real uh, cockatoo having a lovely time with a chocolate There was a lot family. of pretty crazy this... CGI. By the way, just yeah. stepping back a second, uh, Oliver sweats profusely when he sleeps. That's what, that was, that's what that joke was. Oh. That's, that's why that was the joke. Yeah, Do you have, movie... like, a sweat like pattern they draw Not around that bad. Bodies? I don't think it's that bad, is it? Also, her bird also sweat when it sleeps. Yeah, I that bird is an alky, so... But yeah, this movie kind of took something away from me with that. With the, the revelation that that wasn't a real bird in real Not life really yeah, on the man. internet. Oh, by the way, uh, I don't know about you guys, but going into this, I didn't realize. I didn't. I knew Al Pacino was in this. I didn't know he was playing himself. Like I knew he was playing himself. I didn't. That was I, a. I assumed, that was real something. I assumed there to be much more of like. 
I thought he was going to be on board because, like, Jill is never, ever on board for Al Pacino. She goes on, like, one date with him and does not like him and, like, pushes him way Which away. Which is understandable, I think. Yes. It, he it, it is, is a bit much. He is a bit much, but it's and also... That's putting it very lightly. She is, like... You get the impression that she, like, as gross as it is an interpreter, like, a, a version of, a, like, a middle-aged woman that can't find a date, she, nobody is showing her any attention, and he's literally the only person that does, and on a certain level there is, like, okay, like, come on, but it is, <laughs> yeah, no, she, literally, her characterization is, like, it answers the question that nobody asked, where it was, like, hey, uh, was Janice from Friends just not cartoonishly Jewish enough? <laughs> Because that is exactly who it is. It is kind of Janice from Friends. <sighs> I I don't know. I, I just, I don't, We've I talked don't about know. this movie for maybe a total of 15 minutes hey, and I'm defeated. Hey guys, yeah, I feel I, like... I, okay, I, good, guys. Good. More notes. I don't I care. No, I got some real stuff I that I want like to talk we've about. I have been here for longer than 20 minutes. I've got some real stuff I want to... Okay, first of all though, just touching on a couple of little things. Uh, why does that kid tape stuff to himself? It, I was, it's I was, ne- I was gonna... It never pays off. Nothing ever happens. Why? Because Adam Sandler meant to be funny? just have to have a kid who's got a thing that's yeah. weird. Also, that no, little that, girl that, dressed that, weird, too, but that, that was even less of a thing. She dressed like her dolls. Like that, yes, yeah, but did she dress like, like her dolls, or did she dress dolls. her dolls like her? And then there was the point where they dressed Jill like the doll. And it yeah, was but really like, weird. But, like, why? Like, it is funny because when kids have little mannerisms, but, like... You can't, it can't be all you do with the kid. I mean, it's also like, I mean, you know, obviously a few weeks ago we did just go with it. The kids in that were delightful. The kids in this were, one dimensional is a bit much to call these children. Like, there was nothing the to them. The kids in this movie were technically present. Gary, he's a smart boy. But with Gary, it's literally like, oh, I've got to put a kid in this movie. We can't really be bothered writing him correctly. We've just got to choose two, like, really definitive traits. He's adopted. He's, well, I guess it, Two of them related, but he's adopted, he's Indian, he tapes things to him. Well, that's We're not going to build so. on any of that, but those are what he has. Yes, that's and, and, and also he... No, really, that's it. That's yeah. None of the other stuff is... Yeah, no, it's, they, they it's like they've line? decided that if they choose those really specific things, they don't actually have to write a character. Did they write him taping shit to himself just so Jill could have the line, maybe he tapes shit to himself because he doesn't feel connected... And then she felt smart. Did the writers actually feel smart when they said that? What if the kid, and that's why they put the whole the fucking thing in there? Ta- liked taping shit to him like, but that line, this, Chris, that you talk about this. that line but gave the me actor, the impression. Yeah. I was Get like, a different actor. I was like, is she going to keep being casually racist? And she didn't really. I think that's just how the people that wrote this film well, it's like, think. Uh, it's first, not racist though, because she ended up with a Mexican guy. Well, so her it's first fine. interaction with Felipe, yeah, okay. I'm like, I'm like, okay, are they trying to build chemistry here, or are they trying to? emphasize that she's racist i couldn't tell it was like are they building chemistry like she's kind of into him or is she are they trying to put more in the no, racism they, thing? No, to really establish weird. that people of other races like casual racism no it's it's the same thing as the don't mess with the zohan thing where it's like we are going to like we're gonna like write all of these prejudices into our script but we'll get real browns to say it it's it's okay <laughs> that's fine it's that whole scene in don't mess with the zohan it's like it's just it's not. That's almost worse. <laughs> I. Hey guys, did you love that Shaq Ham commercial? That was a I, weird Shaq yeah, cameo. I did. I, I did like that. Commercial I really liked it. it. He was by far the best cameo. And before we get into more cameos, I want to. There's a very specific so way that I want to lead into some cameos here. Yep. Um, but oh, well, first of all, there's a couple I want to skirt around. 
let me just say, I want to talk about a number of cameos, but they have a very specific way I want to approach them. So let's start with Norm MacDonald uh, is, a, is, a, is a character named Fun Bucket. Yeah. Uh, he's... <laughs> Yeah, don't know much about him. Bit of a dickhead. He's, uh, he's a Craigslist creep, presumably. Why did he stay in the bathroom and hide on the ceiling? Why didn't he just leave? Uh, there may not have been a window. I don't fucking know. Because there wasn't an exit, and she was built like a man. I mean, she is very, very. Oh, strong. she's very she's like strong, insanely strong. She's like really strong, like superhumanly strong. She doesn't even have a big drink. She's yeah, strong. how the fuck is she such a bodybuilder without a big drink? <laughs> what are their big drinks? <laughs> Gotta get a big drink if you want to be a body. Builder. Guys, if you want to be a bodybuilder, you need yeah, a big, big drink. drink. <laughs> okay. Did you guys? Uh, guys, sorry. we are only doing this for ourselves at this point. <laughs> guys, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Oliver, together. Oliver, are you suggesting that, that that this podcast at one point was not about was was about for someone other than you us? Make a good point, it's for Adam Sandler. Are you suggesting that if you want to be a bodybuilder, that you don't need a big drink? <laughs> no, you really do need a big drink, though. Like someone, it, someone asked me recently, like you know, I was said over a couple of so is it good? And I was like. <laughs> Should I listen to it? And I said, probably not. I said, you, you do a very good job promoting this. I'm like, look, to be honest, I just like talking shit with my friends. I don't care if no one listens I, guys, to this. I don't expect anyone to. I am to. sometimes worried that I'm not even our fan anymore. <laughs> really? I think Morgan, I'm I, fucking sick of this I'm podcast. Morgan, I think it's Morgan, just I'm you like, and I. No, no, I'm fucking point. sick of this podcast. Morgan, but like, I feel like I have a very I'm like unique 70% perspective. Seventy percent being sarcastic there, but there's a little bit of truth. No, I'm sick of this podcast, but not as a listener, as a person who does this podcast. Yeah, no, I can't remember like, which one of you two it was on the weekend that just turned to me at one point and said, "Why the fuck are we still doing that podcast?" It's probably Luke. Luke loves it was doing probably that. me. Yeah, I think yeah, it was. You. I, I do question myself frequently. I mean, about like, Luke, you can leave if you want. Honestly, this could. Like, we can do this but I think you. the main yeah. thing with yeah, me, but we've, we're like we're legitimately like two thirds of the way through now. <laughs> but the like, main hey thing, hey guys, Sandy Wexler came out on the weekend. <laughs> hey, I just, add one more to the list, Morgan. It's already on there. I do want to cool. say, like, I think the main thing with me at this podcast at this point is I really like talking to you guys about these movies. But I feel like the idea we had going in was that it was going to just spurn on more general fun discussion, and it like. The fact that this, these podcasts end up being a lot about the movie is, I think, the worst part of these podcasts. <laughs> but at the same time... like, they are crazy enough that they dominate it, but it's like, oh, I just, I wish we could talk about anything else. But when I watch these movies, I can't, like, I, can't, I have to let it out. At the same time... I don't know that anybody wants to listen to it, but I've got a lot to say. Well, no, I would be curious, hey, if you listen to this podcast... Do you like it when we just go off on tangents? Because I do. Like, I really do. Like, it's way we more just fun. Start not, we, should we just stop watching these movies? No, we gotta, we got to finish it. No, no, here's we, we here's how we do it. I am feeling a strong commitment to it. Though. No, no, here's how we do it. We all watch the movie. One of you two watches the movie with your dad. And we end up just doing the podcast about your dad's reactions to this movie. <laughs> So you mean so you mean every week one of us will start watching the movie with our dad and then he will fall asleep and then it's the same as normal. Or he'll wander <laughs> off in the kitchen to make food and not. And then pause he'll keep the asking movie. us questions during the movie as if he is not watching it, even though you know that he is, and it doesn't make sense that a person could take in this little information. No, no you're thinking of mum now. That's mum. No, that's also what dad does. I've watched Game of Thrones with him. I'm not convinced he Game actually watches a bit Game more of dense Thrones. Than an Adam Sandler he has movie. supposedly let's be fair. watched every episode of that show. I don't believe. No, him. no, but let's be fair. There's a bit more going on in Game of Thrones than Jack and Jill. You underestimate how little he knows about that show. And he has watched every episode. John McEnroe is in this movie. Uh, John Speaking of John. 
uh, being uh, quite angry. He's at that part, birthday party. He's, he might, he's, might, he's clearly very good oh, friends I, Adam. He's, he's in a lot of these movies. He's a, he's a rough now, man to be near. Now, there are some other people at that I party. I like John McEnroe. Oh, I was going to say, because I actually hadn't looked up, who are those cameos? Cause, oh, cause there's I was like, a couple of basketball I'm like, players. I'm like, who are those two men oh, just inciting yeah. him to they're, violence? They're sports players. I'm not entirely certain, but there's something else I want to touch on here. And this is... <laughs> so, so that was just uh, Adam Sandler making a film so he could have a party scene wherein he can invite some basketball players because he just wanted to meet some no, basketball I players. I think basketball, also, but I could be wrong. He also but, went to a basketball game that had J- Johnny Depp there. Like, yes. Okay. Before we get to that, though, I'd like to briefly uh, do a segment that we do on this podcast. We need to ask ourselves, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? Now, this is a very loaded question this I week. I thought about that. That is yes. a very dicey so, question this time. For those of you playing at home, the Bechdel test is a test requiring two named female characters to have a conversation with each other about something other than a man. Whether or not this movie passes is contingent on whether you consider Jill to be a female character. Now, arguably... No. Continue. Arguably, the character is female. Yeah. But the way the character is portrayed, uh, the way this movie treats women, the fact that this movie features <clears throat> Johnny Depp. Allegations recently, whether or not justifiable or true, uh, that he uh, has been the perpetrator of domestic abuse. Don't want to. Ca- I don't. Not saying whether or not it's true. I'm just saying that's unfortunate. What gets worse is we have. The ShamWow guy. Yep. Uh, in 2009... I can see where the end of this up, is. Yes, I think you might. He beat up a sex worker. Yep. Now, there were no charges, and like I, I'm sure it was... But it's a thing that happened. Okay. Now, Luke, surely there can't be anybody There's worse. There's no one worse than that, right? There can't someone, be anybody someone worse. Someone who was charged, but oh, charges were dropped. Now, no, because like that's pretty full-on. That's, that's a full-on bad. thing to have happened. What's worse than beating up women? Hmm. Pedophilia is probably that worse, is worse than that. Surely there's not a pedophile in this movie, <laughs> like a convicted one. Jared Fogel, aka the subway guy, aka a big old fucking pedophile, as in like, as in currently Luke, in jail. As in Luke is putting no, like no, he's not getting no, on this. He's he is in jail right now and will be for a long time. And he is in this movie now. I, to be fair, at the time, no, his act, yeah. his proclivities were not known. No. Boy, it doesn't look good now. Oh, it really doesn't. <laughs> that, that party was really just uh, was a gathering of the shitheads. And, and, and now, and stacked with felonies. Again, to be fair, to be fair, we were talking about the portrayal of women. Yep. Pedophilia, not the same thing. No. But what I am going to do is take all these things together and say it doesn't fucking matter whether Jill is a female character because this movie is just a shambles in on all fronts. And I am comfortable saying and I, has I, no respect for women. This I movie mean, does not pass the Lukedale test. And whether or not that really has any any bearing on like Adam or any other people, like it really is. It's at most very unfortunate. Oh no no no! That's the thing. I'm not saying like I mean no, at best. None of this stuff. No, no, none of these none of these people. Like at the time that this movie was made, with the exception of the Shamwell guy, and again, charges were dropped. Ultimately, it's just a thing that happened. But everyone else... I mean, that's I, not, I, that... I don't want to breeze over that too much because it is, you know... But... Still been up a sex worker. Yeah, but, but like, if we're talking, like, hierarchy of fucked stuff, Jared Fogel takes the cake on this one, friends. <laughs> really? Oh, boy, he does. He takes the Subway sandwich. 
Yep. And he some used other to take the cake because he's a big fat boy. He doesn't. And it's, he, he doesn't it's take so. Look, and he takes the pictures. Oh boy. Uh, there's and this. This is just. And I tell you what. He's taking something else in jail right now. <laughs> Guilt. I don't want to keep talking nope. about this. But yeah, the point is, this movie uh, has not aged well directly as a result of the people that are in this movie. Yeah, Adam Sandler. Um, did you guys feel bad for the the toilet man that got punched? Okay, I will say <laughs> through a door. No, I will say that first scene when he sees like Jack dressing as Jill come out and he fixed it. It was actually a lovely moment of acceptance. I actually was like, that is kind of nice for what he th- for what that man thinks is going on right yeah, now. That's yeah. kind of nice. Not the reality of what he's doing. No, <laughs> but it's kind of nice for what he thinks is going on. Like, he's very accepting. That's, that's, that's kind of sweet. Uh, and then, of course, it becomes a punchline when he does the same thing to Jill, as in uh, gropes her and uh, gets punched through a wall. or I think it was through a door. But, I felt so uh, sorry for him because he yeah, was just trying to be a good guy. He was guy. just trying to help in yes. his own antiquated way. Uh <laughs> Yeah, though there's also I gotta say, hey, let's talk let's talk positives for this movie. I gotta All right. Say, no, I gotta say, I gotta say, the split screen stuff was pretty well done. No, but the, the first note I made about that is just that like when you realize like how well done that is, it's like this movie is too difficult hey, to make. Hey, we're trying for to be the movie. We are trying are to be positive here. Technically speaking, this movie was impressive. The jump, the, the jump, was, the jump well rope done. scene was great. This movie was, Adam did that twice, once as a man, yes. once as a woman. Technically speaking, this movie was quite impressive. Yes. I will give that to them. Also, Morgan, it was a movie. He probably did it heaps of times. <laughs> nah, one take. That's why they call him One Take Sandler. <laughs> they definitely shouldn't. <laughs> no, they do. That's why all of his lines are garbage. Yeah, because they improvised yeah. one take. Oh, boy. <laughs> improvised one take. Oh, can we go again? Maybe do something... I don't know, something good. No, we got it. We got it in the can, Tony. I just... And this... So this movie as well, like... Like, I, I did say that it is, you know, it's effectively him prostituting his sister, but it is... This is, by far... I don't know if you guys are familiar with the indecent proposal trope, uh, which is a, f- a film where a man pay... Uh, offers to pay a man a million dollars to sleep with his wife. Uh, it's been parodied by The Simpsons. That's certainly where I know it best from. Uh, I think Artie Ziff offers Homer a million dollars to have sex with Marge. Uh, check it out. It's good stuff. Simpsons, if you're not familiar, it's a good show. Used to be. Still pretty good, but not as good. You know, it really needs a plug, The Simpsons. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. They really need us. Absolutely, they do. Yeah. You know, we're bringing in some good numbers. The Simpsons, get numbers the Simpsons, yeah. Simpsons could use that bump. I did, I did watch Simpsons for the first time in ages the weekend. Can confirm, it's still very good. Yeah, still good. give The Simpsons that still sandbox up. bump. But yeah, so the, the Indecent Proposal, that's what that trope is. Uh, so the, this is the we- weirdest version of the Indecent Proposal trope that I've ever seen, because it's, give Jill to Al Pacino and he'll do a Dunkin' Donuts ad. That is the plot of this movie, though. Yes, and, and the I, stakes, and the stakes are... The stakes have never well, been no, lower. I don't want to say... They're not technically low. They're just fucking ridiculous, is what they are. Like, I just... They're, they're not necessarily low stakes. They're just... Because we are talking about, you know, given the way that Al Pacino approaches this, he might murder her and keep her in a freezer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so the stakes are arguably pretty high, given how crazy he is. Yeah. They're just... Really fucking crazy. Yeah, like at some point later in his career in this universe, he'll do like, I don't know, Scarface 2 and he'll be in character and he will kill her. Guys, I don't know if we've made this clear, but this movie is fucking crazy. I have a, I have a question but, like, for Oliver. The, the thing about that, like you summing it up, is like somebody had to write this script and then they had to like... Someone looked at it and went, yeah, that's okay. Somebody had to recognize big, that makes sense, big right? picture that is what this is and sign off on that and be like comfortable with that. And there's nothing I understand about that. So, Oliver... When you came home today, yeah, I was watching. Oh, the very end. I was watching the end. Well, no, I was just watching the uh, an end part of the movie. No, literally, uh, I, I had thirty minutes left today, and I was watching. And Oliver also had thirty minutes, but he came near the end of mine, 
and he was wondering how it got to that point. How did it, did was it, literally, did it play out the way you expected? I mean, I, I as I got arrived home, I was watching the start of the cruise bit, and I went upstairs. And, Very different cruise to the last time we saw Adam Sandler on a cruise. I didn't know what I was looking at, but it was in retrospect, it was Al Pacino as Don Quixote, and, I was, and then and then a reaction shot of um, Jonathan Logren, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I. I thought I was watching this movie. Like I thought this movie was already crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got fifth. I've got half an hour to go. What's going on? Oh, yeah, Peter Dante and Jonathan Logren are in this movie. Uh, yeah. As is David Spade as a woman, which we touched <laughs> for reasons that I can't explain. Yeah, I actually, unfortunately, I, like, I don't know if it's it. unfortunate or not. I spoiled that for myself. I did notice that he was in the credits with a woman's name. I was like, okay, okay no, but also like, I'll okay, strap myself in for that one. No, whether or not, whether or not you think it was a good idea, the fact that Adam Sandler is playing a female in this movie is integral to the plot of this. Stupid movie. Yes, David Spade playing female, just not not really needed. I, no, but we, in, we we watched SNL a long time ago, and he was like pretty good at playing women woman in that. He's lost the touch. He's really lost the touch. But another question I had to ask when he was playing that woman, he was wearing fake cleavage over the front of that, right? Like that wasn't that clearly wasn't his own business. He was working with. Like, I would assume made to have it. Like it looked like he was just wearing a prosthetic cleavage. Oliver, piece. I am way into cleavage, and I love looking at cleavage. But I did not even come close to looking at David yeah, Spade's cleavage. I don't know. I didn't. I really only just watched it then. I'm assuming by tonight that will be purged from my brain. <laughs> there, like intent, the I intense desire to do that. I will say there it. was one bit in that scene that I quite enjoyed, which was the sick burn on Rob Schneider. Yeah, that was that was, <laughs> that was, that was good. Burn. That was fun. But it was still good. guys. Check yourself. Yeah, yeah. To be fair though, it's like you fuck. <laughs> Yeah, guys, guys you Adam, you made him. You, you financed him. his whole career. Yeah, he is who you, he is because of you. You aren't, you aren't him, but you gave, like, you spent to- so much time but and it, money. Be- I mean, I think it was just a friendly jab kind of thing yes. more so, but it was, they, they basically suggest that Rob Schneider is a very un- unpleasant person, uh, which is, man. yeah, which is valid. Do you think he was supposed to be there that day filming as, like, another <laughs> female character, and just he wasn't, he didn't show up, so they're like... No, fuck him. We're going to put this I in. Really you know what would have been funnier, though? If they had said, if instead of Rob Schneider, they had said David Spade. That, oh, that actually would have been yeah. funny. That would have been really good. I don't trust that David Spade has, has the capacity the to make fun of himself, though. Yeah, I don't think he has that. Oh, I don't know. I mean, he dressed up as a woman for no Honestly, reason. David I don't know that he has a lot of respect. The strongest contenders for the crew that I enjoy the most. He's, Luke, I don't, are you suggesting I don't hate that you kind of respect for yourself and dress as a woman? No, I'm suggesting that if you're doing it for no reason, yeah. then you don't. Yeah, because I like, disagree. I've dressed as a woman for no reason. I had a, I had a lovely time. Well, that was your reason. Which 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 time? Miley Cyrus? Uh, that was sort of a reason. Mud bash. Mud bash. No, not mud bash. The other one. The surf mood. Surf mood was a fun time. I had a, I had a sexy nurse costume on. Oh, I have seen. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, oh, it's great. Man, men can be nice. That is available really, as a real new, sexy costume. Those pictures will now be available on our Patreon. You can see a bit of my dick hanging out the bottom of those, that little skirt. Maybe don't Maybe put not. them on the Patreon. Maybe not. <laughs> no, that's fine. No, I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing underpants. You can, just, you can just see what's going on. Guys, where is the woods? What's the... <laughs> where is it? Oh, so hang on. Also, well, I mean, I guess that's the question. Where is this... Where do they live in this movie? I don't know. It's Hollywood cl- Hills? It's 90210. Because she... But there's a lot of weird stuff where it's like, clearly she's from the Bronx, but then when they get on the cruise, she goes, we're certainly not in the Bronx anymore. It's like, we've never been in the Bronx in the whole movie. <laughs> you haven't been in the Bronx. I also don't, like... Al Pacino is like, okay, I believe you're from the Bronx. Jill is like, are you from the Bronx? Like... 
Which is like, that's the only thing he needed. Like, he's never met someone else no. who was also from the Bronx, Bronx before. He was like talking to Adam Sandler, and then the girl said some shit, and she's uh, from the Bronx. He's like, Are you from the Bronx? Yeah. I'm interested in you now. I'm from the Bronx. Ooh-ah. Yeah, I don't know if you know. It is a cartoon. Hey, guys. I don't know if you know this about uh, Al Pacino in this movie, but he's fucking crazy. Next so. time you're out and about on the town and you want to use a pickup line on a girl, just say, I'm from the Bronx and see how it goes. No, just say, where are you from? In and whatever f- they say, say, in, I'm also from there. In a that full... is a bad sitcom plot. No, like, if you somebody, a woman with an authentic American accent that seems to be from the Bronx, you're like, oh my god, I'm from the Bronx too. I'm also from no the Bronx. No accent. I've been thinking a lot about where this movie is, and if we assume that it is in Hollywood, yeah. we all know Hollywood fairly well because we've played a shit ton of GTA Five, and yeah. of course that is a one-to-one replica oh, yeah. of Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, there's nowhere... Oh, is there? I don't yeah, think there's, there's anywhere. There's, there's, like, deep in the Hollywood Hills. They're, yeah, but like, those... like uh, backing onto Runyon Canyon. But there's, they don't have, that's... like, woods like that. Yeah, the canyon does. I think we're moving beyond the Hollywood Hills at that point, though. You're moving into, like, straight-up, like, hill people hills. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not specifically speaking Los Santos anymore. I'm speaking more, like... There's people who live like back on Runyon Canyon in Hollywood, and it's a it's a place. There's some there's some, there's some I, trees. I, I have a feeling there are sections in between. If you expand the scale out to be, you know, the real Hollywood, I'm sure there are. Places I said like... it's a perfect one to one replica, Oliver. Kevin Smith. There is no the room for scaling it out Still, further. It is one to one. Still, I don't think most people's houses have a location that is just like five seconds away that is just referred to as the woods. <laughs> that is like thick woods where homeless men live. I don't she know. Also just because there one night. I wouldn't be surprised if homeless people lived in the, the bush behind mum's house. Kevin Smith tells a story on his podcast about how, how he was on his, his deck and his little uh, doctioned Shecky was doing his morning wee-wees and an owl came out of the woods. Is, is his dog named Shecky after the Adam Sandler character in Going Overboard? I don't know. And then an owl came out of the woods. In my head, it is. And, uh, came, and Kev Smith noticed that that, ooh, that owl is going for Shecky. He's going to take Shecky what away. What kind of dog is Shecky? Sorry? A little doctor, a winnie dog. A uh, little, little, little boy. Little, little boy. Real little boy, okay. And uh, this is like 5 a.m. in the morning, and Kev grabbed a pool noodle and hit a fucking owl out of the air. <laughs> Saved his dog. And it's especially weird because he doesn't have, doesn't have a pool. Or, he does. Or a noodle. It's a joke, but okay. He does have a pool. He's using his dick, guys. No, Chris, Chris, it was funny because Luke was, it was twisting it around. Yeah, Luke, it was he, funny. Luke, he does have a pool. But it was funny because it, it was suggesting that he had a pool noodle but no pool, and what kind of maniac would have a pool noodle without a pool? Oh, like a joke. Yeah, like a joke. <laughs> like funny. Yeah, I mean, not funny in this case, but like but like a joke. Good stuff, you guys. <laughs> guys uh, Luke, warm joke. Why did she go ah. on a game show and win a jet ski? What? How did she? I watched that scene out. twice because I didn't understand what happened. How did she knock herself out on the wheel of on the uh, presses right wheel? Because the numbers are kind of chunky, and is, she hit herself with. Is that how Drew Carey dresses on that show? I was gonna say, is Drew Carey even on that show? I didn't know. Yes, that he yes, was, he was yeah, the host. The wheel of Fortune. But did he act? Does he actually dress like uh, like Bob Barker would have dressed in like the seventies? Is that because that's what it looked like he was doing? <laughs> I don't know. I think that's when he. Uh, like, lost guys, I have a lot of questions. But if he doesn't, how do you think that conversation went with like Drew? This is what we want you to do, and guys. <laughs> and and, and he, like, why, guys? No, I'm pretty sure I've seen. Other cl- okay, the only time I've seen Drew Carey in The Price is Right is uh, in other TV shows, but I don't think I've ever seen him wearing that costume before, so I do generally think they were like, yeah, we want to make sure people really understand that you host The Price is Right, so we want you to dress like Bob Barker yeah. did, and he's like, guys, I do host The Price is Right. Like, yeah, no, no, we know, but like, what, like I really want to drive No, but don't home. you want me to do it like how I really do it? Because I do do it. He's like, no, no. No, do it like no this. that's not funny, And though. then someone else You know went- what's funny? 
David Spade dressed as a woman. Guys. And then Rob Knight turned and he's like, well, you should dress like Steve Harvey. And they'd be Guys. like, that's actually a different show, and that would be really crazy. And Rob Schneider's is like, I'll do it. I can play any race. And that's why they cut him out of the movie. Guys, she... Nope, because they definitely would have put him in if he did that. She broke that pony's legs. Yeah, that horse would have died. That pony would have I died. That if, was if a horse breaks so its legs, fucked. it dies. It gets I am shot. I'm goddamn like, sick of these films having like CGI, like injured I'm animals. I'm sick of these films killing animals. Would you prefer that it was a real pony getting its legs broken? But it's just like yes, so more, more, more jobs for real jokes. animals. I still don't hate it nearly as much as that awful CPR like prop goat or sheep or whatever it was. It was a sheep. It clearly had it like longer no bones. From just going <laughs> with it. Just from just going ah! with it for reference. Ah! <laughs> it was just a sheep-shaped bag um, of meat. Just quickly. Yeah, like a bean bag that looked realistically <laughs> like a sheep. Before before I would like to lead into a conversation about the very last bit of this movie, before we do that, is there anything else you guys want to touch on? Because I feel like that is our closer, at I, least for our general I, discussion. I, one, are you talking about credits or are you talking about pre-credits? Talking pre-credits. Okay, that's because I Well, that's pre-credits, if we want to talk about... No, no, no. We'll get to, hang on. No, I'm in the very beginning of the movie. Okay. Very beginning of the movie, because I had... I've wanted to watch this. Former guest have wanted to watch this. Oh, he insisted that you... Uh, you <laughs> he insisted that we talk about Jack and Jill Brewery. So for a very so, long time... Hey, Jack and Jill Brewery. I don't know what else to say about it. Um, No, but it's, it's the first thing I don't I remember the story either. You may be able it, to. No, it's, there's no... But we've been wanting to watch it for a long time. Downloaded it on my... <laughs> On my computer, he downloaded legally, it. Legally, of course. Why does he do that? Legally, just, yeah, I don't legally. think he would have asked me. And he, and he, like, and for, for those of you listening at home, this is something does. He will get on your computer and he will just download stuff legally. Onto it. Yeah, like a one time legally like, using his iTunes account years ago, where I was like, oh, why do I have all of Sailor Moon on my computer? Oh yeah, was here the other day. Why do I have weird porn games for my SNES emulator? Okay, that one he doesn't get with his iTunes account, but so. But you, you're only no, allowed to download ROMs of games le- that you have, we and didn't he download has those this legally. Games. This was a long time ago, though. We're very good boys now. Um, but he downloaded a very high-quality version He's of it. He's not going to be happy that you that said that. That was a Blu-ray version. Uh, he downloaded it on my computer. The whole reason he does it on my computer is because he doesn't want to do it on his. Um, and we downloaded the Blu-ray version. And the whole story is literally just that was so, so excited yeah. about the idea of the game Jack and Jill Blu-ray that he went, Oh, Jack and Jill Blu-ray! <laughs> It's the whole thing. Um, it's less racist than this movie. Yes. And um, it became a catchphrase of ours for years. Uh, and so, to this very day. But we did start watching the film at one point, and we watched that very early bit. And so I have burned into my memory that just because I found it to be such a strange line and delivery on every every conceivable way, just that, that bit where the guy's like, I guess when we were kids, we thought we were whales. <laughs> Which is like, it's just, it's, I can't tell if it's like, if it's because he's clearly an actor and that's not a real line, or it's just that that whole bit is just pure, like, oh. it's pulsing with okay, awkward no. energy, and I can't tell if they're real people. No. Because they're either terrible actors or shouldn't be put on no, camera. No, 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 but here's the thing, though, because some of them are obviously just actual twins. Yeah. And which means they're probably not actors because they got a bunch of twins. Yeah. But then there was, like, at least one guy where it only ever showed them separately, and I'm like... <laughs> That's just some guy. Is that the mustache he's guy? He's not a twin. Yeah, he's like, I hate my brother. He's like, I, I, it's I, I, the mustache, right? They were never shown together. That was just the same guy both times. That was definitely like a production assistant or someone in the movie who went, I got this funny idea for no, a bit. At, at first and they're I... like, dude, you're not a twin. He's like, it's fine. We'll just do them as two separate shots and I'll dress up real funny for one. Hey, of them. you and know they... who else isn't a twin? Adam yeah. Sandler. And then they went... we pulled it off, bitches. And they went, but hang on, but the rest of them all are twins, so they all appear together. And he goes, yeah, but it'll be fine. Just do what you do with Adam Sandler. Well, no, that's actually quite expensive. We're not doing it for you. 
Well, I'll just do two different shots and it'll it'll play. I was didn't absolutely really. convinced that that was Gary Valentine. <laughs> That's fair. It, and it would have made way more sense. It would have been way better. I if just it was do Gary have Valentine. to say Gary Valentine is in this movie. I, I that's my early pick for Morgan's MVP. The guy with the mustache. <laughs> Um, the guy who does a thing where he inflates his stomach. And then <laughs> that pops was the it. end of it. That was what they wanted to leave you on. Yeah, no, but that no, that was the credits though. Before I, I just we have one get question. to yes, how can there be a Grand Canyon if God didn't exist? Nature. There was a real weird thing going erosion. on about religion in this movie. Oh, but yeah, th- this was er- early on where guys, she erosion. spouted. But this was early on when she spouted crazy shit that they didn't stick with. Because it's later on where Jill says the order of things is. India are first, China are second, the Jews have been bumped down to third, and then fourth, Germany, watch out. <laughs> and, just, and then later on in the movie, they ask you to care about this woman. I don't. I don't care about guys, her. So Luke, okay. Guys, the last scene in this movie before the credits roll... Burn it. ...is... Well, I have, so, I have something to say about that, but before we get to that... It's so it is, good. I have finally Yes, is, is your theory that that was just him watching a cut of the movie no, and, it I, wasn't, and that was just secretly them filming that, him I, and I wrote Sandler that talking. down and I was like, everybody is going to make this yeah. observation. Okay, well, before we get to that, though, before we get to that... Um, sort of. We finally no. see the Dunkin' Donuts ad yeah. that, that Jack has pimped his sister out for. <laughs> and, oh boy, was it worth it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so like, like it they, is... Do you reckon they got phenomenally that? Phenomenally like, When you really consider this... The entire point of this entire plot is to is end up make that with that in the can, and it is very not worth Guys, it. Guys, I have a question for you. I have a question for you, listeners at home. Uh, have you ever been lying in bed late at night and thought to yourself, my life's going pretty well, like it's fine, but you know what's missing? You know what I really need to witness? Al Pacino, famous actor Al Pacino, attempting to rap. That would put the cherry on top of the Sunday that is my life. If you've ever had that thought, well, oh boy, do I have a movie for you. Don't watch the whole movie. Just go watch that clip on YouTube. It is definitely worth at least watching Al Pacino's Dunkin' Donuts ad from this uh, movie. No, actually, that is a good idea. That's a good uh, idea about how this movie came to be, is that that was just, that ad, exactly as it appears in the movie, was a fever dream that Adam had. He's like, oh! He's like, I've got to end a movie with that stuff. So let's, oh, let's, shit. So let's what do I do? So, so Al Pacino, he goes in and adds uh, Dunkin' Donuts. They're like, where are you, Al Pacino? And he's like, no, call me Dunkachino or something no, like no. that. But they, Sorry, they, I, tell, I, you, I, they I, tell you that joke earlier on. You're like, that's bad. And on. then you have no oh, yeah, idea. The whole what... reason they want Al Pacino in this ad is because Dunkin' Donuts are going to have a, a coffee called a Dunkachino. And they're like, well, clearly we have to get Al Pacino what? for that ad. It's like, do you, though? He's, no, I want to I make this perfectly clear. Okay. The line is... I'm changing my name to Dunk. Now, if Al Pacino... <laughs> I didn't even think of that. ...changes his first name to Dunk... His name's Dunk, Dunk Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Oliver, there's a new name for your list of great names. Dunk Pacino. <laughs> the entire premise of the ad hinges on no one noticing that. <laughs> to be fair, you're the only one in this room that noticed that. I, I really didn't notice that. Nope, I was on board for Dunkachino. No one. I hate no, this movie now. <laughs> I mean, no I already one, hated this movie. No one. In the Luke, that was the joke. Pointed that out. <laughs> Wait, what was the joke? It doesn't matter. <laughs> I want to go to sleep. Someone has written that this is a visual representation of the death of the cinema industry. So, so he then proceeds to do a little bit of a rap about. I guess Dunkin' Donuts. I wasn't paying that much attention. I was too enraptured by his marvelous uh, vest that he was wearing, which was covered in donuts, which I quite liked. Um, 
but also just the concept he of Al Pacino a, like half-arsedly made, rapping a song about donuts. He made a bunch donuts. of like very clear references to his films, didn't he? Or was I, that? I don't know. Yeah, he did. He, did. he also he also does that while <laughs> on the phone um, in the yes. play. Yes. Hang on, I've got a, I've got them written down if I can find them. Like the lyrics to uh, no, just the just the references that they made. Okay. Um, the the references were one of the uh, flavors of the Dunkachino is. Attica, hua. Wait, it's what was what? Attica, hua. What is that a reference to? I don't know. No, uh, what flavor is? That? No, that's what I mean. What is yeah, the reference just, of the flavor? No, I don't, I don't know. Know. Your question is in any in any context. What does that mean? And the, the other... answer is we don't know. <laughs> and the other one was say hello to my chocolate blend. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know what flavor that one is. <laughs> Like, like, say hello to my little friend, but it's like with chocolate because it's got chocolate in the coffee. It's like a joke about it's a joke about Scarface. It's a joke about Scarface, but also about coffee flavor. That would be an excellent reference. You know, that would be that would be an excellent (laughs) reference to when Albert Jr. does a shit. Say hello to my chocolate friend. Chocolate blends, (laughs) Oliver. (laughs) No, no, I said it correctly, Luke. Uh, no, you didn't. You misquoted both versions of the quote. <laughs> anyway, my theory about that final line, where it's just like, burn it, oh, yeah. no one can see it. So then, then, yeah, it's, it cuts to them in his office, and he just says, burn this. This must never be seen by anyone. This is the Adam Sandler equivalent of the Tarantino end of uh, Inglorious Bastards, where he's looking straight into the camera and says, this might just be my masterpiece. This is the exact equivalent of... This is garbage. I hate this. Right, there is something that is a little bit like, come on, Al Pacino. <laughs> like, you're characterizing yourself as like, you're above that ad, but you no, just no, no. this. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is the biggest problem I have with it. If you contextualize that and say, that was Al Pacino legitimately as himself talking to not Jack, but Adam Sandler, yeah. having just watched the whole movie, yeah. they probably wouldn't do that in the movie, but it makes a lot of sense. If... It is Al Pacino as the character of Al Pacino talking to Jack about the ad that he just saw, putting aside the fact that he filmed that fucking ad so he knew exactly what it was yeah. going to be. There <laughs> wasn't that, that much editing that he would do. No, putting that editing. aside... The key to that ad was not in the editing. Putting that <laughs> like aside... He knew what he was in Putting for. that aside, do you know what's way funnier than that? If you just have that ad and leave on that and go, this is the ad we built up to? Because that's... So stupid, it is pretty funny. Yeah. If you then have Al Pacino go like, I'm above this, it's like you've kind of ruined the joke well, of how I mean, dumb yeah, that, that, I that is. I only posited of... the idea a little bit ago, but I love the idea that they just started with that ad and that's where yeah. they built the but, rest well, of the to, movie To say from. that it's like, it, it becomes too self-referential. It's well, like, whole... oh, it's this stupid ad. Oh, I hate this ad. It's like, yeah, but it'd be way better if you were like, this is what the movie has built up towards. Then you have that stupid ad, then you cut to credits. Well, the... That would have been fucking great. They should have shown whole... the ad over the credits, like yeah. um, Hangover 1 style. But they had that like... Moment where it's like, oh, Adam Adam Sandler wasn't acting in that. He was kind of genuine. He was like, he was like, he made that line where he's like, oh, but my wife's seen it. Was kind of like half assed Then he full on did a normal laugh but, after. He's like, but this is the other thing. About, like them just talking, like shit. that being his job, and that's what he's trying to do. Is that he gives himself like the least interest. Like he gives himself the stupidest like jobs that I don't care. Like I never. When he loves Adam, being in the film industry. But like when Adam Sandler knows. isn't every man with some kind of Does like he? some kind of job, in and theory. and part of the film is that he's trying to like achieve this thing in his career. It's never, ever anything that I give a shit about. Like, why do I care about his character, like, trying to make a successful Dunkin' Donuts commercial? Like, why is that where he tries to get you, like, on his level? But there's that and also just the idea that, like, you look at the house they live in, it's like... When he has to cast himself as... I've said this before. He has to cast himself as an everyman. He lives in, like, that crazy house. A fucking mansion. Crazy mansion. A crazy mansion with 
His backyard is the woods. It's the woods. His <laughs> wife is Katie Holmes. That's a Holmes. rich guy as thing. Why is, why is Katie Holmes? It's just like, why is any of this your idea of how that character Oh, his wife be? also woefully underdeveloped as a character. Oh, like, yeah. Woefully underdeveloped. Yeah. yeah. At, least, at least he didn't start the movie in a phone call saying, I'm the most successful ad person in Hollywood. I'm going to say, though, now, thinking more about it now, yeah. A different movie that built up to that stupid ad and then ended there yep. could have been fucking awesome. Yeah. But there's no reason. Like, I mean, maybe fucking awesome is strong, but it could have been a funny movie. This this this, this movie... But, like, it, uh, it really is... It, it is, uh, it, it is dirty. It's a real kick in the pants that, like, this is your main character that you were supposed to be, like, you were supposed to be, like, you're in his court, you want what he wants, and this is what he wanted. They play it, and he is, like, he is on board with that. It's, like... What the fuck? <laughs> I, and I think, honestly... Well, ad people are garbage. I people feel who like, make ads and marketing are terrible, and that's all we can glean from this. Yeah, and I feel like that's maybe where we can leave most of our discussion about this movie. Yeah, I think so. Um, so let's... Oh, I do have a question. It Physical! Oh. Physical! <laughs> I do have one final question before we move into uh, a little bit of trivia and such. Um... Obviously, like of late, we've been sort of getting to a point where we've been really scraping the bottom of the barrel. Um, I think at present, I don't know that everyone in the room agrees with this, but I think Oliver and I at least do that our current bottom three movies are Strange Wilderness is the worst. This is excluding this current one because I don't want to talk about it. Strange Wilderness is the worst. Uh, and then the other two, I would say that Bucky Larson and uh, European Gigolo. I'm not sure what order. We just know that Strange Wilderness oh, is the worst. I, I, I don't know where all this hate for European Gigolo comes from. Uh, oh, it comes from it being um, a fucking atrocious movie. I think, yeah, I know. It's pretty clear cut, Morgan. It's, I think this is different because they have to be in different categories of garbageness. European Gigolo is a very problematic movie, but the other two are just really bad train wrecks. being They're movies. just train wrecks. Oh, European Gigolo isn't a train wreck. I don't know that I agree with that. Wait, I think which, the problematic which are the stuff two train is... Wrecks? Strange Wilderness and Bucky, Bucky Larson. Larson. Bucky See, I don't think Bucky Larson's a train wreck. I don't think Bucky Larson's Wilderness a either. train wreck at all. I thought it was bad. The only train wreck I think we've watched is, is Strange, Strange Wilderness. Wilderness. And I think that... Re- I think all of these movies, other than Strange Wilderness, accomplish what they set out yeah. to do. Should they have set out to do that? No. Arguably, they shouldn't have, but they did do it. This podcast truly is living in the shadow of Strange Wilderness. Like, it yep. has affected the way that I watch every single should one of these that, movies. Which, by the way... The by the way... It is, like, it is why I, it's why I almost want to finish doing this podcast and not bother... No. Because it's like, having seen Strange Wilderness now, I feel like if you want to believe in fate, the, the whole reason we watch this podcast is to put Strange Wilderness in front of us. And by the way... God knows nothing else is going to do that. But I do want to say as well, for everyone, and I've mentioned before, people will say, you know, why are you doing movies that Adam Sandler isn't in? And we say, well, I can sort of expands to include writing or producer credits. Strange Wilderness justifies us doing that because... He's not in that. He was. He produced it. He was. By all of, means, there was no reason we should have done that. And but, it really puts every other movie into perspective. Yeah. It makes me hate every movie we've watched since less. Yeah. Now, having said that, I think Jack and Jill also bottom of the barrel. I don't know where I would place it, and that's the problem. Is I don't we know. can definitively say Strange Wilderness is the bottom. Everything else, there's some bad stuff in there. Just strange but I don't know that I can rank anything else. Strange Wilderness. Yeah, just, I don't think there's a rank. Truly, it's more like layers. We like, had we shit, had yeah. a developing sort of broad strokes idea about where these movies placed, and then Strange Wilderness is just this crazy outlier that has fucked everything up in my head. Would you at least say that this is definitely because it's the first that's on that list? This is definitely the worst. Most train wreck, garbage fire movie that has Adam Sandler in it. I, tru- yes. I actually, yes, I, I, I no, genuinely I don't know how to qualify. I would say, like no, that. I would say, I, just... I would say this is the worst, like proper Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler vehicle. Yeah. If you say so, 
I mean, I don't know. I, I... I don't even know what to say. My brain is like, my brain has changed in a way that I don't know <laughs> I just, how I don't, to accurately I don't know say what... how I feel about these films. I just have to turn on a microphone, maybe yell into it a bit, and then I'm done, and I probably forget the film. But I don't know what else would possibly be a contender for that. I, got, I think it has to be this one. Because I think yeah, we've been it. saying for a number of weeks now, every time we watch a movie that doesn't have like, him in it, even... and it's terrible, we go, well, this really makes me appreciate it. And this movie makes me go, maybe not, maybe like, not. Like, even going overboard, like, was... Better. Well, like, that was... you have to view through a different lens. Yeah, that's it's such it, a different kind of board was at least charming. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it, it was it was it's, Come it's... on, Luke, they forgot the lenses. <laughs> that's not charming, that's, that's pretty stupid. Charming. Someone asked me today as well when they uh, found out that I was watching another Who is this someone? Different person this time. Okay. I just don't feel the need to name them. I uh, said, you know, oh, because I said, oh yeah, and I said this is like the forty second one or something like that. Number forty two, pick there you 42. Go. Nailed it. And they said, oh... It's probably st- his new friend, Tommy Dasselow. He's it, best friends with Tommy Dasselow now. Oh, is he? Yeah. Is he coming on the podcast? No. No, nah, Luke won't let I've him. I've spoken to him, like, twice. <laughs> They're best friends. Tommy knows Luke as Smith Street Band oh, guy. your podcast friend! <laughs> podcast friend! Hey, if we want to talk about someone that we may be able to get in the podcast, let's we're not. not gonna, we're not going to talk about that, because no. that's a very big maybe. And, in fact, we probably didn't need to talk about that at all. No. So, back to what I was saying. Uh, the person said, oh, are, are the movies, like, you know... Are any of them still good? And I had to think about this, and I said, occasionally, but not in a while. Hanging out with pixels. My, the only response I Are had, you, though? Because I feel like that's a bad My move. only response like to pixels. anything anybody asks me is just, who's to say? <laughs> we are. We are <laughs> to say, though. Yes. yes all the cruel irony is that it's us. The cruel irony is it can only be us. And still my answer is, who's to say? Oliver, I'm going to tell you something now. You can have an opinion. I don't. I, guys, I'm, I'm trying. Guys, I don't like genuinely. I don't know what to tell you. Guys, I'm, like Oliver is having a breakdown Morgan, right I now. I watched this film, and if I try, like I, I, I picked out some points. I wrote some notes, and I said things I thought was crazy. But if you ask me how I feel about this movie, I would say it's fine. And what is up with that? <laughs> Guys, I have to. I want to. I want to. I want to drop something on you right now that I don't know that we've ever explicitly stated, aside from Adam Sandler himself and maybe a few other of his like close friends and you know colleagues. We may be the forefront <laughs> experts on Adam Sandler films in the world. And that also- is a genuine possibility at this point. And yeah, that, and that. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. No, that me. genuinely makes me feel just like a profound nothingness. It's like I'm Wilson Fisk. Really? You are it empty. Into that painting in Dead This Devil. podcast that, has emptied you. But only in this area. You are but, spiritually just no, but I mean, nothing that, at this point. Cool. I like having knowledge life, of something I, no one else fucking other, knows, other, even if it is In Adam other Sandler. areas of my life, I have things to say there's more in this thing. I just, I don't know. And no, I Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. I have hopes and dreams. I am a goddamn human being. I will not be a fucking expert on Adam Sandler movies. <laughs> you got, got a law degree this year. Last year now, but yeah. I, I, I am... I don't know what year it is. I've got some real shit going on. I don't want to be have one of the notable things about me to be noted expert on Adam Sandler movies. I'm getting real hot, by the way. This movie's he- this 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 discussion's heating yeah. up this room. Why is this film called Jack and Jill? Why did they call them that? No one makes reference. <laughs> to, no one references the fact that they're named the same as the nursery rhymes. But they are. It's not even hot in this room today. It's not humid. I'm getting warm. I'm but, not sweaty. But why? No. But genuinely, why is it? Like, why are they called Jack and Jill? I don't know. 
The most reference that I've heard from it today is your fucking intro thing. Yeah. There's <laughs> genuinely no reason other than Jack and Jill. We'll call the movie Jack and Jill, and, and it's like that nursery room. Okay, so? Oh, shit, I think Oliver's sense of emptiness and <laughs> not giving a shitness about these movies is really coming off on me, because I, I, I thought that before as well, but then I just thought... Yeah. No, get on board the righteous indignation <laughs> yeah, train, boys. It's where it's at. I just realised that there's now a picture of uh, Johnny Depp in this room that I've been looking at all this podcast that I realised he was in this fucking movie. <laughs> what are those, Morgan? What it's, is that post? Chris, Chris put it up. Right. It's a reference to a another much more successful podcast Chris that we don't doesn't start. have wall space at the moment. Chris lives in a van. I was going to say, Chris, do you live in the woods now? (laughs) I might. There's no walls in the woods. Bitch, I might. I didn't want to put it up on a tree in the woods, otherwise some kid might find it and jack off to it. That was a woods porn reference. Yeah, I got it. Yep, yep. Well, I think we've talked about that before. We don't need to talk about it now. Hey, Chris, I think it's time for some trivia. (laughs) I really think that we should move on. Yeah. Joey's Trivia Corner. We're really spiraling out of control here. We've got to get back on the path. We're going to choose Trivia Woods. Uh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Where did he get, think of that one? Gee, I don't know. Where does he get it from? Oh, it was a reference to the conversation we are just having about being in the woods. That, was, that was what it was. Is there any, is there any, is there any porn in Jewish Trivia Woods? Fuck, I hope not for this movie. Like, sort of. Oh, God. What if we looked up Rule 34 for this movie? <laughs> I don't feel like that would be worth doing for a pod for an audio podcast. No, or or our own mental state. For anybody's during the uh, picnic scene where Jill was playing basketball and soccer and shit or whatever she was doing, uh, Adam Sandler exposed his genitalia to everyone in his miniskirt by accident. I was going to say there oh, are children there. So. That's rough. His, his dick just came right out. But no, but they said that it's definitely a woman because they looked up his skin. Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. Who's to say? No, no, hey, did you guys know that this okay. movie? I I just want to let you. I think there actually just might be something wrong with the way my brain is working at the moment because my immediate thought when you said that was, but wait, that's not the scene where Adam's dressed as his sister. <laughs> Oliver, do you? Oliver, are you do you need know? to have a lie down? <laughs> I think I do. Uh, did you guys know that this uh, this movie won every category in the 23rd annual Razzie Awards? I did know that because yeah, we talked about that. the fact that it, uh, Dennis Dugan uh, won the uh, worst director for this and another. Uh, was it Just Go with It? I think. Yeah. It won. It won for worst picture, worst director Dennis Dugan, yep. worst actor Adam Sandler. Didn't they just as hand, Jack. They basically handed the Razzies to this film. Worst, oh, actress, worst actress Adam Sandler as Jill. <laughs> Worst supporting actor, go, Al Pacino. <laughs> Worst supporting actress, David Spade. To be fair, I never made a definitive statement on whether or not uh, it does. I just said it doesn't matter given the broader context. Yeah. Worst screen couple, Adam Sandler and Katie Holmes. Slash Adam Sandler and Al Pacino. <laughs> Pacino and Sandler, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, worst prequel, remake, or ripoff, or sequel. It was a remake slash ripoff of Glenn and Glenda. Uh, the 1953 Isn't that an film. Ed Wood movie? Could be. Worst screenplay and worst screen ensemble. Being uh, the first movie in history to completely sweep the Razzies. I mean, the fact that they gave David Spade the Razzie for Best Actress suggests that they were just really trying to yeah, give this movie every award actress. because he was barely in it. Yeah. Um, but I appreciate that. I appreciate no, I, what I, they were doing. I, I appreciate the sentiment. They really just really wanted to put their nose in it. Yeah, I think that's fair. During the Lakers game, Johnny Depp is wearing a Justin Bieber t shirt. I did wonder that. As yeah. a joke. 
thought it would be funny. Good joke. He's also in Duran Duran, apparently. Very yeah. funny, Mr. Depp. I, no, I did actually make a note that he was wearing a Justin Bieber the shirt. The depths of your comedy. Aha! Because his name is like Depp. So like Depp is like Depp. Depp. That's good. Dead men tell no jokes. Yeah, they do. Get it? Uh, I've been dead inside for years and I'm still trying. Hey, did, you, did, any of you, did any of you guys notice this? This is Dana Carvey's first theatrical appearance yes. since Master of Disguise. He, did was the, he? he was the puppeteer for that oh, Morgan, horrible you know, stomach oh, puppet. Yeah. Morgan, you didn't know that he was in this movie? I guess he's still got it. <laughs> that horrible stomach puppet that I hated. The stomach's got all the good lines. Drink he the pig wearing, is funny. No, he was wearing a classic like hack entertainer like costume though with like the rainbows. No, but can we just briefly talk about how awful that stomach puppet was? Oh, actually, yeah, yeah no, I've just remembered well, it. it, it made, I hated I, the hat. It, it so made much. me uncomfortable. The puppet pinky, wasn't it? Sweaty. Yes, I think so. It was fucked. It was oh, real it fucked. Was rough. I hated it. And this movie. Um, let's find some more interesting shit, if there is any. Hang on. Oh, I got, I got some trivia for you. Hey, guys, did you know that both Jack and Jill were played by Adam Sandler in this movie? Ooh! Wait, is this an Adam Sandler movie? <laughs> Adam Sandler said in an interview for this movie, I didn't get to into movies to please the critics. <laughs> I got into movies to go to Hawaii. Well, yeah, I did not get into movies to please critics. I got into movies so my family and I could go on vacations. Watch Mojo rates Jack as Jill as number one on their list of to- the top ten worst comedy movies of all time, and number five on their list of top ten worst movies of all time. Yeah, this was as I think I may have mentioned last week. I was reading through the list of like the Wikipedia list of like movies considered to be the worst of all time. One of which being this, like, because I was wondering if Bucky Larson was on there because I knew it had such a horrible rating. Yeah. And yeah, saw that this movie was on there and went, "Oh boy, I'm looking forward to next week." Hey, did you guys notice uh, that? Alan Covert's role, Otto, was the the caddy from Happy Madison. Happy, happy was that, was that, oh, was it the same? I mean, I recognise that those are two Otto the Hobo. Hobo characters, but is that it? Was it the same the, character? It was, they, were, they were both Otto? They were both Hobos? I didn't know but that. Did, no, he never, did he never speak in Happy Gilmore as well? Also, remember how Happy people Gilmore can, was people just... People can learn to speak, guys. Luke. Guys, remember Happy Gilmore? Wasn't that delightful? Do you remember delightful when we were... Happy. Guys, Otto doesn't really appear after the start. Did he die in the woods? Who's to say? Who's to say? We are. Did yes, guys... yes, he did. He definitely did. Did you guys know Adam Sandler famously throws a Christmas party for hundreds of his closest friends every year in Hawaii? Do you reckon we can get invited to that? No. Are you talking about the time? I don't he... think he would like the are things that we've about said the... about him. He said he doesn't care about the things uh, about that we've what, said about, about him. About what we've said, Adam... Morgan, are you on the phone to Adam Sandler right now? <laughs> Adam Sandler is just, in his words, goofing around. He's making bank while doing it. To be fair, he's yeah, they talk bank. about how he's like one of the richest guys. Good interview. Solid interview. Oh, Chris? it's good. It's good. Good stuff. Chris? Um, yeah, cool. Chris. I mean, hey, there's man. a point where it's like all Chris? these movies are technically successful, and we have a podcast about it that nobody listens to. I will say, I mean, what is going on? I mean, people listen to it. Oh, people... our ratings are still yeah. going up. Guys, I'm, okay, I'm mostly but, joking. Uh, but, guys. but here's the depressing bit. But people do now and will forever care way, way, way more about Adam Sandler than they ever will about us. I have like, a question. Oh, yeah. I just just Which speculation. Is fine. Just, just saying speculation. Why would our this is just I, I cannot fathom. Why would our uh, ratings and interest spike on Easter Sunday? Of all the days of the year, why would it suddenly spike um, upwards two hundred percent? People don't want to hear their family. They want to hear the, hear their real family. What was our, us? What's Hi our, guys. What's our most recent well, Morgan that came out? 
Uh, Zookeeper. Well, there you go. It's a, well, it's Morgan, a movie. Jesus rose Adam again, Trump. and so did our rating. Also, wasn't Zook, oh. was Zookeeper the, that first movie to make to come out in January and make a million dollars at Paul Blart? Yep. Hey, guys, <laughs> same thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, before you get into re- reviews, I will say, I had a brief look through the IMDb reviews, scrolled for a very long time to get to one that wasn't one star, so best of luck to you, Chris. Oh, also, guys... My MVP is the uh, the two twins at the very end, the ones that are just like chilling together in the. In You're the gonna credits. have to be way more descriptive. There's quite a lot of them. I can't be descriptive without being. Racist. What do they do, Morgan? <laughs> There's two twins at that, and they literally they just stand there and they just they're not talking English. They just it's great. That's my MVP. So you like the two characters that didn't <laughs> say anything? No, they said stuff. Yeah, they're given the, the actual dialogue in this movie, that's fair. No, I was insane. Like, I was agreeing with you. Like, yeah. I can see how that would be the most valuable. Nothing. I'm into that. Hey, do you guys want uh, a bit of flavor of last week? The what the fuck kind of people love this yes, movie? Yes, I, I do absolutely enjoy this. Yeah, man. I think we definitely need to keep doing that. <laughs> <clears throat> So I trolled some into Amazon to find some five-star reviews to see what kind of people love this movie. Oh, yep. boy. General idea is I'll, go, I'll click into their uh, profile and see what kind of things they've been buying. Or reviewing, at least. Then. Or so and, and reviewing, buying. and uh, just to kind of paint a picture about who they are. We had some person. very vivid pictures. Yes, last I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that this is just as good, or we'll cut it out. <laughs> uh, this is by Amazon Customer. Is the name of this person? This, yep. This particular reviewer? I've already got a lot of information. It's a very common name, them. yep. Review title? Hilarious. Full review Incorrect, in full. But continue. Love this movie. Great laughs. Five stars. Okay. Now, what else is Amazon customer up to? Now, who thinks that? What have they been buying recently? They've been buying Ninjago Fun Pack Lego Dimensions. Got nothing to say about that. I love Lego. Ninjago is a bit nothing, though. I mean, I'm not that into Ninjago, but I do appreciate the love of Lego. Yep. The Simpsons Lego Dimensions Fun Pack. I think I know who this is. <laughs> I was going to say, I think I know who this <laughs> is. Because there's only one person I know that has every single uh, Lego Dimensions set. A 3DS XL case. To, this to is Emmett. Your... <laughs> this is Emmett, guys. <laughs> a 3DS XL and a bunch of games. And what else have they been buying? <laughs> oh, a concealed carry gun holster. This is Emmett! It's still Emmett! Or maybe Darcy. <laughs> yeah, it could be Darcy. <laughs> No, this is Darcy trying to, like, frame Emmett. Throw us off his no, scent. I, I feel like th- this last one will uh, really tell us who it is. And Katana's. It's Darcy. <laughs> is there a fedora on there somewhere? No fedora, How about a Japanese body pillow? <laughs> um, now, a couple of these reviewers are called Amazon customers, so I'm going to have to... Do you think it's the same person? <laughs> no. no. so weird that's a common name. Wait, is it yeah. a thing people are like... I really enjoyed this movie, but I don't, don't want to be associated with it. Liz, Liz Austin reviewed this movie. What do you got uh, for us, Lizzie? Her, her review was as such. This was hilarious. If you like slapstick, and we do. I like Five slapstick. Stars. Who's I like we? Slapstick. Does she yeah, have split personality? Is it her and Stone Cold uh, it's, Steve no, Austin? It's, it's the royal we. Uh, I, I like slapstick. I didn't like this movie, so she's wrong. Do you um, like slapstick then? And what did Liz? Maybe not. Maybe nah, look like slaps dick. Who's, Fucking who's got slap? it. Oh, like 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 slapping a penis, like jerking off. Yeah, like yeah, masturbating. Jerking your gurk. 
Now, what's Liz been up to? She's been buying high-potency iodine, borax, an industrial plastic bucket, and empty gelatin medicine capsule. Oh, fuck. She killed someone. Do you you take that back? And a corn DVD. She straight up killed someone and is disposing of the body. Like, okay, I wasn't paying enough attention to that. Those are like, is that is that conceivably just a cleaning li- a list of cleaning stuff, or is that for sure like dissolving a human body? Who's, Who's to say? Man? We are. She killed a person and is dissolving I, their body. I guess I'm gonna say I'm a picture. I really like the idea of just, just yeah, I'm sandbox. Who's to say? <laughs> but yeah, is it good? Who's to say? By the way, before you go with another review, I uh, I recently discovered that uh, our father loves to review uh, review things on Google. Uh, Oh, uh, whenever he eats he at a restaurant, he gives them a review. So, so that really does paint the picture of the kind of person who goes to the trouble of reviewing things. Does, does yeah. he call them interlopers? On he that? also not that I'm aware of, but maybe. Also, to paint another picture of just the way that he uses the internet, he referred to someone as his Instagram friend, which we determined was just a person that had followed him, and he then followed back and sometimes likes his photos. It's <laughs> nice that he has friends. He, he has just determined oh, is his friend. friend. Uh, this next character is something of an enigma, in my opinion. Oh, also, of that. also named Amazon customer. Oh, pretty mysterious. Yep. Second best Sandler movie behind Don't Mess with the Zohan. Fuck Five me. stars. Far out. I'm guessing his favorite scene is when they're shoving the chilies into that Indian woman's mouth. Mexican, Mexican. Oliver. Come on. Fuck me. Fucking, Fucking hell. hell. I, is this me? <laughs> Let's find out, Oliver. Are we about to describe your purchase history? What kind of a person is Amazon customer? Well, he won't give us his name, but I'll tell you what he will give us. A pretty hefty bio. Strap in, boys. Oh, boy. I am a fun-loving man, 52 years of age. I was born and raised in San Diego, California. I love music more than anything in the world. In order, my likes and dislikes are... Music. Women. Cosmology. Wait, 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 wait. Which was... uh... Does he like or dislike women? <laughs> These are his likes and loves in order. Oh, love, sorry. Loves okay. and likes. Okay. <laughs> Did you think he said these are my likes and dislikes? Is that not what in he order? said? After Is that not what Chris said? No. Oh, I don't know what's going on. Music, there. women, cosmology, brackets, no, not cosmetology, and brackets. Wait, wait. Math. Wait, which one is Physics. I don't know what Computers, digital photography. My flaws are smoking, occasionally over-drinking, occasionally dishonesty in relationships, and a degree of laziness. Wait, he likes these things. No, wait, these, these, are that his, these are his flaws. Oh, was that flaws. dishonesty oh, and okay. relationships? Okay, see, where my head is at right now is I thought he was just declaring that there was smoke coming out of the flaws beneath his feet. Yeah, it's like he's sitting there writing this list. The mouth Did you also think that? House, my yeah. house is on fire. Yeah. Did you also think that? Yes. The yeah. mouth of hell was on fire. What is wrong with us? Right Do now. we have a break, Jim? <laughs> <laughs> this movie has caused one. Now let's go through some of his reviews. An eight pack of Coca Cola. Don't believe the five star reviews. Paying more for less is never a good thing. One star. Who thought that was a good thing? <laughs> Another pa- eight pack of cola. Paid reviews from the experts. Be careful about believing five-star reviews on paying more for less. The industry has admitted paying consultants for positive stories and reviews. In reality, no one enjoys paying more for less. I don't know, one that, star. I, I don't know that I want to hear anything more about this person. <laughs> the adventures of Dr. Slice and the genuine beauties. Probably the worst movie ever made. The kind of movie that... You find by accident on your Roku device one star. Jack and Jill, five stars. 
<laughs> when you described that movie just then, that it didn't make sense to me. I thought it was just going to be like a movie that he had made himself. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm really having trouble processing sentences right now. Well, Chris did say, Chris did introduce this person as an enigma, and you said, let's see about that. Yeah. And I think the answer is, Chris was correct. But his house is on fire and he should get out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now let's go f- for one more. This one is a review by Music and Movie Lover. Okay. I am a fan of dumb Adam Sandler movies. I guess so. Aren't we all? If you're a fan of dumb Adam Sandler movies, then this delivers, plain and simple. No Oscars applicable, no actor studio or Stella Adler performances, but funny basic Sandler humour prevails. Five stars. Is Stella Adler a person? Am I supposed to know who that is? Do you mean Stella Artois? (laughs) Who knows? Who's to say? What have they been buying? Quite an alarming number of puffy hoodies. Now, wouldn't you say this puffy? Like, like a puffy vest, okay. but a hoodie. Okay. Yeah. Who needs, tell those your work, right? Who needs a bunch yeah. of those? And an adult red, white, and blue Afro wig. <laughs> <laughs> this person's going to rob a bank. And what is their review for this wig, you ask? Uh, could not block me from the cameras well enough. I still got arrested. This is a wig I can wear anywhere, anytime. Be- best purchase I've made in quite some time. If you love something, you can right? just throw out... Anywhere, anytime. I'm becoming concerned that this is not a serious review and this person is joking about everything. Anyway, it's top quality and versatile. Enjoy. And that's the kind of people who loved this movie. Well, I don't know, where I don't know what to I, say yeah, about that. I don't know where to go from there. Hey, Oliver... Would you like to hear about the important things if you have children that might watch this movie? It is... Uh, I, did, I, it, I would, yes. I was just thinking about it, like, you know, in terms of, you know, we were rebranding this, this topic and, you know, there's different ways to consider Are you going to rebrand this every single week? No, no, week? no, we're not rebranding okay. it. Okay. I mean, this is, there's just different ways to view this. Like, for this time, we could have the question that, hey, maybe, maybe we can get a little bit of info on this. Who is this movie for? Is it for children? No, it's not. Uh, but let's have uh, any of these movies for children? Not really, no. Okay. Hotel Transylvania will be. Bedtime Stories might have been. Oh, yeah, no, Bedtime Stories probably. Okay, so this movie was reasonably inoffensive, as the people at uh, Kids in Mind have to say. They gave it a four in pretty much all categories. Okay. But there's some choice cuts, because mostly what... Oh, what's the name of this segment, by the way? Nippers on the Noggin. <laughs> For Nippers on the Noggin this week, um, it's mostly a lot of segment sentences that are reasonably boring, and it's just them continuously saying the phrase, a, ma- a woman, in brackets, played by a man. <laughs> just that <laughs> over and over again. It's an awful lot of that. I feel like if you wanted to give a one-line synopsis of this movie, it would just be, a woman, played by a man. Hey, Luke, do they give you a one-line synopsis of this movie? I don't know, Oliver. Do they? They do. Would you like to know what it is? I don't think it's a synopsis of the movie yeah. so much as the message you're supposed to take away the from it. The message you're it's... supposed to take from this film is getting along with family can be difficult, but rewarding. I agreed up until they said but. but then, On the basis of this movie. <laughs> there is literally that, and then there's also what it suggests the main discussion topics of this film are, and those are definitely also worth checking out, which is, these are the main discussion po- topics. Cross-dressing, twins, twin-speak. Disappointment, loneliness, bribery, blackmail, regret, depression. You know, some of these things really are hitting home with the way I felt about this movie. <laughs> Anti-Semitism, racist depiction of Latinos, <laughs> racist depiction. Oh no, I'll be completely honest. 
given that Adam Sandler is Jewish, this movie made me minutely more anti-Semitic uh, than I was before, which is to say not very much at all, but this movie did make me hate him, and he is Jewish. Yeah. And then the last, the last, the last point? Family arguments. <laughs> I disagree with you. Luke. Okay. On the message being that uh, getting along with family can be difficult but rewarding. No, I'm saying I'm saying that's a fine message. I'm saying mm-hmm. the message of this movie uh-huh. should omit the but rewarding part. And I'm Although he did get the commercial, and I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Do you know why? Why? Because they got along. They got along as a family, and it was rewarding because eventually she found a lover and left him the fuck alone. That's fair, and that's a reward. That is. Was it justifiable that those two lovers got together in the context of this movie? Who's to say? Me. It wasn't. <laughs> I feel like that's the way every single time. Who's to say? I am, and here's the answer. I think that brings us to the end for this movie. Yay. Hey, Morgan, what are we watching next week? I am actually interested next week because it's bringing in a new player okay. that I, oh my, to this date, I, I enjoy. Okay, he he's lovely. Next week we're watching That's My Boy, which of course introduces Andy Samberg. Oh, oh okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Who I. I, I, I love I, Adam, Andy Samberg. I, I love too. Andy Samberg I don't as well. want this, mo- no. this man to ruin Andy Samberg. Here's the for thing. Me. I've recently been. I was talking to Dylan, previous guest in this show and frequent listener. Hello, Dylan. Hi, uh, Dylan. About you know the movies we're doing soon, and he it probably yes. And he did mention that's my boy. And Dylan, Dylan is pretty overwhelmingly like Dylan loves Andy Samberg too. Pretty positive generally. Like he likes these movies about as much as we do. He did not have good things to say about That's My Boy. He had some very bad things to say about That's My Boy. So I think it's got more of the Adam Stink than the um, I think Boy. I think it's more that a- uh, Andy Samberg has been tarred by the stink of Sandler more than injected his own little light yeah. into it. Because if you want to watch a good Andy Samberg movie, go watch Hot Rod. It's yeah. fucking amazing. Great movie. Yeah. Which it, and it wasn't a movie that was intended for Nope, him. but they, they put a nice little spin on it. Like, Lonely Island guys put a spin on it, and it was beautiful. There's a punch dancing scene. It's great. There's it's a scene movie. where he falls down a mountain for a very long time. We don't need to describe yeah. the so genius. genius. You, you, you all go, go watch Hot Rod. We'll watch we'll, That's My we'll Boy. Watch that's My Boy. Uh, and talk about that. And probably, maybe watch Hot Rod after the palette. Yeah, no, I can, think maybe we should. You can join us. <laughs> I think that maybe we should do that. You can join us just, later for our Just pod- to remember. No, we do have a podcast. Remember the good times. We do have a podcast where we watch Hot Rod every week. It's called Hot Done. I love Hot Rod. <laughs> Which also is also about how much we love penises. <laughs> <laughs> hot penises. Oh, Hot Rod is a great term for junk.